Should I mute till it's countdown? Hey everybody, Dave Putz here from JKP Holdings, alongside myself, Nathan Turner. How you hey, doing, how you my doing? man? Very good, very good. Good. So, um, hopefully, everyone. Um, I guess we'll just jump right into it, man. So, me and Nathan were talking pre-video, and we had some um, amazing news came in today that I was pretty astonished by. I just was busy on some other stuff going on. Uh, but according to what we're hearing, Texas, let's just go right to it. Texas court, a uh, lawyer, I'm uh, sorry, a judge in Texas stated that the rental eviction moratoriums is actually unconstitutional in Texas. Yeah. And he's a federal judge. So that's not just a state thing. That's a, that's a federal decision. Yeah. That's, uh, so those are jumping in. We're just going to right through it. I was shocked. I wanted to make sure that people are aware of it. I know there's some people out there like, whoa. Um, so, I mean, I can definitely share videos and stuff like that. We have a bit, but take a look at it. CNBC just launched it just a little while ago. Um, uh, we watched videos of it. Um, they're also launching another, like a rental assistance program thing going on there too. Same day. Wow. Crazy, crazy. So, crazy. All this stuff, they're saying landlord rights, that the state cannot overrule the landlord, the federal government can't overrule the state law of the landlord's rights to evict and whatnot. Um, I, I'm, I'm flabbergasted with it. So I'm pretty impressed that that happened. And I'm surprised it took a while, but that's okay. It is what it is. So those, again, who just tuned in, uh, we went right to breaking news. I feel like a news that came here. Texas, uh, federal judge just announced that the um, moratorium on landlords evictions is a, unconstitutional and he's running Congress. So pretty interesting stuff right there. It'd be so, interesting to see what happens with that yeah. and, and kind of what the fallout's going to be from that. That's, that's a pretty big deal. Yeah. So, I mean, you can, Texas judge finds national eviction ban unconstitutional. So definitely I'll, uh, I'll post into the comments section. Um, so you guys can all see it um, and whatnot. So. so Nathan, this week we're gonna talk about how to balance the different aspects of our lives. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's interesting how we talk about things and how we balance it. Um, we get into this stuff a lot. Um, and it's hard <laughs> not to pull ourselves away from it at times because we're just dive deep into things. Yeah, it can be real easy to just kind of get into get into what you're doing, uh, whether that's you know making phone calls, emails, checking yep. out property values, whatever. Um, and it can be real easy to to get so wrapped up in that that you know late at night you're still doing that, and and what else are you doing, and and how are you kind of achieving some kind of a balance there? And then the opposite can be true where maybe you've got things at home and especially now everyone's more or less forced to stay home. Uh, how, how do you balance the family stuff that maybe you've got little kids around and things and how do you, 
how do you, you know, effectively tell them, listen, dad's got to work <laughs> and, and take the time to be able to be at work uh, rather than at home, even though you're at home. So it's kind yeah. of figuring out that balance and how do you, how do you juggle that? So, you know, my kids walk in all the time, Hey dad, you know, it just, what, you know, so I agree with you. Um, and pre COVID was just as difficult. Um, I, I think for me, I've tried to not avoid spending time with them. So I just squeeze in the business time when they're sleeping, busy mm. or doing something different. Um, but then they get tracked in their thing and, you know, when we get separated, but if we we're back to school, they'd be away anyway. So. Right. Yeah. It's, there's different ways to do it. And I don't know that there's necessarily a right or wrong way, but yeah. is figuring out how you do it. I had, I, I've always worked from home. Um, very early on, I've decided that I don't care what I do as long as I do it from home. <laughs> uh, but then I got into this business and, and I actually really, really enjoy it. So yeah. it's, it's pretty perfect world. But um, I actually, I set regular hours. So I'll go more or less nine to five uh, and I'll be in the office during those hours. And including, you know, like I've got a separate phone line for my office and I actually have currently I'm, I keep talking about switching over my phone so that both phones are in one, but I haven't done it yet. But my office phone, the cell phone and the office line, they actually stay in the office after five o'clock, unless I'm maybe expecting a call or something like that, yeah. but I'll, I'll leave it in the office and close the door and walk away. And, and so you treat like a job, you treat like a nine to five, uh, went overtime once in a while. Um, yeah. And, and with flexible, you know, relatively flexible schedule. Like I can, if I, this year I haven't gone at all, but, uh, just COVID has been in the way, but normally in the winter, uh, I get a, a pass for our our ski hill in town here that's five minutes away and I'll, I'll go snowboarding from nine until 10, 10 30, and then come back and go to work. Um, this year I haven't done that and, and I can do that and yeah. I, I can just come in and get right to it and go to work. And maybe I yeah. have a shorter lunch hour that day or something, but yeah, you know, I make it up. The fact you're structured helps a lot, right? You're very organized, very structured. Uh, and I think that, getting into that habit is very, very helpful. Um, when you're, you're managing little kids, that's makes it difficult because you feel like you're missing out on things. That's tough. Times. Yeah. Um, you know, when they get home from school and they want to show them what they did that day and to pull yourself away from it, even when you're, if you're working your day job guys, you know, pull yourself away from it is difficult. I know I've caught myself pulling myself away a little too much because I feel like, Hey, we're here together. Try to take advantage of it because they're small. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so how, how old are your kids, Dave? Eight and 10. Okay. So they're in second and fourth grade. Right. Mm -hmm. So uh, for me, they're at that age where it's, I know within just a few years, we're going to be a nobody to them. Yeah. So trying to enjoy them as much as you can is appreciative. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you know, my, my wife works real late at night, so she feels even more the burden when she's mm -hmm. away, um, especially COVID times. So it's interesting to see that you have the ability to structure that. I think that if a tape comes in, are you going to push that off? Or are you going to dive into it if it comes at 4.30? Um, most of the time. So early on, when my kids were 
I've got three kids. Uh, they're now 11, 13, and 15. Okay. Uh, so they're, they're older enough now that I'll come and say hi when they get home from school and things, but they don't typically come into the office unless they need something or something like that, which is fine. And then I'll, I'll respond. Yeah. But early on, right around 18 months, two years, uh, it was kind of a training thing for the kids and like, no, dad's got to work. And, and that uh, it, hard. I'm sure it's hard because what do you mean, dad, you're working, you're in the house. Yeah. You're on the yeah. computer playing, you know, I'm on yeah. whatever video game I'm playing. You're on your video game and they don't <laughs> yeah. connect the two. Um, and then they get bored easily. So yeah. for me, I think, you know, I can relate to a lot of the people who are working a day job. Um, and that in that blend of working your day job, mm-hmm. working with little kids, um, making sure dinner's ready for dinner time because the wife's going home late. Mm-hmm. Um, but also the fact of managing how to balance making phone calls, contacting sellers, managing assets, and doing this, the other stuff. Luckily, I have a very flexible day job where I can take my breaks when I need to. Um, and it has nothing to do with what we do, which is even better. Right. So, you know, for me, I utilize breaks, lunchtime, and I schedule things around that. Um, I don't need to share with the sellers or a person what I do. It's just, this is what's at, right? Yeah. And um, will it hinder sometimes getting a bigger deal? Sometimes. But if you have the systems in place, I often feel you don't need to, right? Um, you can get systems in place where you can automate things a little bit faster, where you're not juggling a lot. You're juggling just a little bit. When we first got started, we were analyzing tapes. We weren't doing all these webinars with that. Yeah. It was just diving deep. You spend a few hours, you're on Excel or whatever you're on, and you're drilling down on Zillow for hours. Yeah. And you do that for hours. And that was really what it was about until social media took over and just blew up where you're now interacting with people. Um, I think for me, juggling those kind of things was, it was difficult more now because we're all home than it was at my job where I can jump in a car and go or I could take a lunch break and grab my computer. Yeah. Do you have like dedicated space in your house for your office? Yeah, we have a spare bedroom. Okay. Um, so I have, uh, it's for guests that come over or whatever. So I utilize that because 99% of the time, no one's there. Yeah. Um, I can go in the basement. They have their own rooms all separated. So, and then for phone calls, as I'm sure we, I shared prior, we use Google voice. Yeah. So we shut it down. You know, it's open at nine, it closes at five. Yeah. So I call somebody. I was on the phone with somebody just yesterday. Um, they're out of Las Vegas, a brand new investor. And we spent an hour on the phone, mm-hmm. call from my Google voice. If they text or call me later, it's, it's turned off for the day. I'm not bothered by it. Right. Um, or I'm not distracted by it. It's not bothered, more distracted. Because yes. you and I both know, we get a tape in hand, like it's due. I want to be on that fast. Yes. And if you don't have that connected to you, you're not going to see it the next morning. Right, right. Yeah, and so I, I that, that was another thing I did uh, a couple of years ago, actually, was, and again, have I missed out on some things? Maybe. But I actually, on my cell phone, I set off, I, I turned off notifications from Gmail which is where all of my email goes through, but I actually sure. turned off notifications uh, because I'm getting, you know, work notifications constantly all through the day and night. And, and it was just really distracting and, yeah. and pulling me back into work when I'm supposed to be at home. And so that was tough. So I turned it off and it's been great. That's a cool idea. You know, I haven't thought about that because normally I, I have my, my business open and all that stuff, but I think it over turning it off at just for nighttime is actually beneficial because you're not, 
you're not distracted, you're not focused, you know. Yeah. Um, it's something to do with Facebook too, guys. Um, yeah. Turning that off, you can um, separate friends on Facebook and just have it filtered. Yeah. Um, we don't, I don't go on social media that much, so I can't really talk about that. Um, but I use the Messenger, which is beneficial. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, if you can create your own account, that's wonderful. I know a lot of people have done that. Um, I just haven't because it just doesn't make sense to me. So when you got into a thick of things, when things get a little hectic, how do you manage that uh, with looking at new assets, dealing with issues? How do you balance that? So that's a great question. So a few years ago, uh, as we got more and more assets, when it, when it was like 10, not so big a deal. Uh, but at, once it got beyond like 50 loans that we're managing, um, it can start to get kind of crazy. Yeah. Where And what do you spend your time on at any given time? And how do you make sure that you're, you know, making sure everything gets done? So my wife and I sat down. We actually took a, a two-day working vacation where we actually traded houses with my parents. So they lived two hours away. They came over to our house to watch the kids and we went to their house. And for two full days, like we're talking nine in the morning till like 11 o'clock at night, we just, we went through every single thing that both of us do. She works with me and the, both of us do in the business and, and just detailed everything, 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 everything. Um, and then just started separating it out and saying, okay, so, and, and a lot of it was just going through the processes and saying, okay, so do we need all those steps or are we missing a step and just kind of mapped out everything. And that was extremely helpful. And within that, one of the things that we kind of figured out is, okay, so, um, just scheduling. So for example, and I, I had it up in my wall on, in my old office, but I don't anymore. Yeah. But I would do Mondays was for performing loans. So if wow. I was, if I was mm. dealing with um, mods or if I was dealing mm. with borrowers that were late on payments or something like that, Monday was the day I dealt with that, more mm. or less. Okay, okay. Tuesday, and it, this is still the case, Tuesday mm. is lawyer day. <laughs> Tuesdays is when I check in with my lawyers see okay. how things are going, where's it at, what are we doing, is it moving forward or not, or why and why not, and all that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Wednesday is REO day. Thursday was is kind of a flex day where I could deal with a lot of um, like new tapes, uh, acquisitions, that kind of thing was mostly on Thursdays. And then Fridays was kind of a, a catch up in the office day. Okay. So if I had mail that I hadn't opened yet, uh, things like that, and just kind of reorganizing everything, making sure it's all done by the end of the week. And then, and then Fridays often was a follow-up day as well from something I did on Monday or Wednesday, mostly. Gotcha. That's cool. Well, that's, I mean, that's how I set it up and it, it works great. So it, are you ever times where you're exploring new, you know, tools or new services out there? Like, oh, I have a new REO. How do you fit that in that schedule? That's usually on a Thursday. Okay. So I'll, okay. I'll, you know, talk to somebody that's trying to get me to, to buy their BPO product or something like okay. that. Um, I'll talk to them on Fridays or Thursdays, sorry. Okay. Uh, and uh, that's my day to kind of take care of that sort of thing. Thursday or Friday kind of. 
Gotcha. Yeah. And you probably have this all set up, organized, and so the fact that every time something new comes in, you just flag up that day. That's pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, and it's not perfect. And, you know, yeah. sometimes I'm contacting a lawyer on a Thursday, and that's fine. But yeah, that's cool. Kind of a, a general structure. And what kind of organizational skills, services, or tools, or software do you use right now? Are you using uh, an email system or a CRM system? I CRM, I use Pipedrive. Okay. And, uh, and so it's, it's great. So like, I know if, um, I'm starting a foreclosure on something, then I will schedule a follow-up for the next Tuesday or, you know, two weeks from now on a Tuesday so that I know that's, it's a lawyer thing and it's a foreclosure. So that's on the Tuesday and, and it very easily keeps track of that for me so that when I open my list of things to do for the day, it's all set for me cool. and I don't have to think about it too much. <laughs> cool. And Pipedrive also connects to your email so it can filter emails into it. Yeah, which that's is awesome. incredibly helpful. Yeah, I mean, that's awesome situation for those who are, are working a day job. You know, it's hard to be structured where you can spend, you can't spend seven hours or even five hours doing something. Yeah. Uh, for me, I used to work late night. I used to work, the, you know, the kids went to bed at nine. I'd be up to like, shoot for like 11, 30, 12 o'clock. Yeah. And then I realized that <laughs> uh the 11 30 turned to two three in the morning <laughs> Crazy. and i said this is not working yeah. um because i wanted to separate my time and let them you know when they're sleeping take busy stuff and of course my you know w2 doesn't interfere there yeah. so i swapped it i said listen if i'm not going to bed to two or three in the morning because i don't have a dead time hmm. i switched off and went to i'm going to get up early okay so instead of going from nine to twelve and then be able to go till two if i need to because i'm not feeling sleepy till the next day yeah i get up at five and i can okay. work for two three hours and have a dead time that i have to get going hmm. um and it worked a lot better to keep me organized obviously with covid that changed a lot yeah but i'm able to work for three hours straight the kids aren't up yet usually and they're up at 7 30 they're putting tv on or whatever they're doing for a half hour yeah so i usually had three solid hours of just catching up time uh, besides what I had at nighttime um, and during the day. Um, and I would take off a day every, probably every month to kind of catch up on stuff that people have been selling me or whatever mm -hmm. and make a phone calls and stuff like that. For attorneys, I would just set my, we use Trillo, um, the free service, um, and we use Google Sheets for notifications. So I'll set a date and it will send me an email of everything I have to do based on my, my organizational spreadsheet thing. Um, same thing with my system. So we have time frames, right? Okay, that was set for this date. Mm -hmm. Follow up on this date, and here's the email link to where it's at. Oh, that's um, cool. So for me, that worked the best. Um, I'm not set on the days where things happen, and I think that that would actually help me a lot too. Um, it's it's great. It's funny if Aaron's on, she knows. Yeah, <laughs> she knows Tuesday's the Tuesday. day that I call her. <laughs> Tuesday's Aaron's day. Cool. <laughs> Hopefully Aaron's getting out of COVID. I know my office yeah. has been emailing her recently about a case we're dealing with a, a weird BK situation. So yeah. um, hopefully she and her husband are getting better, uh, getting back to work soon. So I hope so. So, so with, your, with your wife, how do you guys separate? I know she works in the business with you. She's behind the scenes. How do you guys separate your either, maybe you don't decide the same way in something or dealing with the, the fact that you boss her at work, you know, right? And how do you manage that as a relationship? That's a good one. So um, 
So here's my background. She may be listening, by the way. <laughs> yeah, right. So my background is I, uh, my schooling, I took a business degree. And within that, I had to take two accounting classes. And I got D minus and D minus. Like, I hate accounting. I, adding numbers, subtracting that, like, it's, that's not a problem. But the accounting part of it, yeah. debits and credits and keeping track of things. And you know, ugh, like, I would rather jump off a cliff. I just, I detest it. Yeah. My wife is not trained in that. However, uh, she's very organized, like to the extreme. She's taught me so much about being organized. And so because she's meticulous and organized, she, that fits for her personality really, really well. Um, You know, for the most part, it's really not that big of an issue. Uh, I don't think that either one of us really feel like we're telling each other what to do. Okay. <laughs> it's just, uh, we've, and same thing, we've always worked together. That's, it, that's been part of our, okay. our thing forever. Uh, uh, and it, we work really well together. And she, she knows that I've got much more um, experience and, and education with notes. And so she's more than happy to just say, so how does that work? And, and kind yeah. of talk through it that way. And then same thing. I'm, I'd say, so <laughs> I need numbers on if just today she's yeah. asking me for numbers on a property we're closing and, and I'm like, okay, so what am I asking the attorney for? <laughs> and oh. She's got to like spell it out. Cause I don't even know what I'm talking about when I, when I get to that. So I, I've not met your wife. I know she doesn't go to conferences much. Um, she don't yeah. come to see, hear you speak. I know she's behind the scenes. My wife, obviously you met, um, we're in Vegas yeah. when we first met. Yeah. My wife is the organized person. Um, she doesn't like spreadsheets. She hates numbers. Um, you know, I helped her with some spreadsheets she had for her business, uh, for in healthcare. Uh, but she doesn't understand the stuff. Mm-hmm. She understands to a point. She yeah. had plenty of nights with her friend um, that he's explained a lot to her uh, because she don't want to hear from me. But yeah. I think that for her, she she wants to know somewhat about what's going on. Sure, it allows her to connect with me, even if she doesn't understand completely. She'll say, well, why do you do that? And kind of let me think. And it's more of a understand where my brain is and make sure that she's on tune with what I'm deciding because we're a couple. Yeah. Um, even though I have the experience, she wants to have an idea, of, of just a thumb press, heartbeat sensor on what's going on. Yeah. Um, which is interesting because, you know, I also, my our assistant, Lauren, she also is more of an organizer and so like that side of it. So I think that for me, I, that's my balance. I'm not the organized mm-hmm. person. I'm more of the, you know, A to Z, get it done, get it working and yeah. move on. Yeah. Um, I'm not the colors and like that, which I think the wife is. Yeah. It, it's interesting because a lot of things I've done has been, you know, get the, get the calculator working. I don't care how confusing it is. It works, it processes things and that's it. <laughs> yeah. And for some people that's confusing. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously you never had the W2 while doing this. Um, you've talked to other investors what advice have you given them that's working at w2 how to balance it and what concerns they should have or what do you think what's your advice you know i think one of the the biggest things to to really get your head around and comprehend uh is that this whole notion of balance about everything being equal is totally false (laughs) completely false there's no such thing as everything being balanced all the time that is just a false notion yeah Uh, sometimes um so uh, for example if you're at home be home yes (laughs) if you're at work 
be at work and and you're not doing home at work and it, all things in consideration but you know that's where your focus is and and if you've got a deadline that you've got to meet uh putting in bids or or i don't know whatever it is uh then that's where your focus is that's it's imbalanced to work at that moment and then on the weekend you're, you're spending time with your family or whatever you're doing yeah it's imbalanced to that and that's okay and and just don't try to achieve this perfect you know equality because there isn't yeah you, you just you have to understand that that different things are important at different times yep for different reasons and and spend your time and energy in that thing when you need to and then once it's done go focus on another area and you'll be okay and i think with that mindset it's like you know when because if you think everything's a balance, so you get the email that something is on fire. Yeah. You just, that throws up the whole balance. I mean, you're like, oh crap, what the hell happened here? Yeah. Um, and you have to shift gears. So for a type A, it's hard to do that. It's harder to adjust. And with this space, it is, right? You can be working crazy. And then as you, me and you both talked, we've gotten a ton of assets in the last month and a half. I, it, the, the floodgates opened up. We're yeah. seeing a lot. Um, 250 assets the other day. We got another 22 just yesterday afternoon. Mm -hmm. um, I, I've been on another 40. It's just been unreal. And it's interesting because now, you know, for me, we process our loans, go through a calculator. And I'm now not having to be as crazy with the sellers. Say, listen, if you don't like it, I'll move on because I got so much other going on. Yeah. And it's flipping that because before it was seller's market, right? You know, yeah. for the most part, um, pricing is still what they are. But I think for me, it, it's interesting to see the fact that you know, you have to be flexible to a point. Right now, yeah. my email is higher than it ever was. Yeah. Um, just trying to balance it right now is impossible. Yeah. And I have to just cut it off and say, it is what it is. You know, mm -hmm. uh, my wife's dealing with the same thing. She has 600 inbox <laughs> or work thing and she's doing medical stuff. I'm like, you know, she just hierarchy and stuff. Or one of our good friends, Renario, he, he's like, listen, I'm sometimes a couple thousand in the hole. Yeah. And it's just, you can't manage it. And if the expectations to have that complete balance, you're going to have a hard time because it just doesn't work. Right. So, I mean, I love to hear if anyone has any questions, we're just kind of ranting here. Um, if people have questions, feel free to jump in. But we wanted to share with you guys our thoughts, the concerns we have in the fact of what we deal with. We're not perfect. We're going to struggle sometimes. There's sure. some time where I reach out to Nathan. He's like, listen, I'm swamped. I'll say the same thing. February was a swamp month for me. I just, I'm looking for to get out of it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, and if you're looking for assets and you didn't get any last month, keep asking around because yeah. they're, they're around. Um, so, and I think they're going to, yeah, with evictions coming, I mean, the next yeah. thing, and that's foreclosures and, and we'll see, you know, and yeah. then what, what difference is that going to make? So me and Nathan, we're talking, um, I, I want to let you guys know that those who haven't seen, we have a ton of agents on our list. We have a ton of assets available for sale. We just released 11 assets for sale. We're probably going to be, we announced some of the winners. Um, there may be a little bit of an issue because one of the sellers was an all or nothing. Um, but we have assets for sale. We listed up three or four more new ones in the past three days. So take a look at the asset list. Um, but we're planning our next few weeks, uh, guys. So we're trying to bring on guests, people to talk about different things. Uh, next week, we'll be talking with seconds, um, just discussing that kind of realm. Uh, the following week, we're going to be talking uh, with about what value, what what the what going rate for some loans are, 
uh, what people are paying for loans from a bigger scale. So you can get an idea of what you should be bidding because that's a common question. Um, and we have a few more things. We want to bring some new investors back on. The call we had a few weeks ago was really, really awesome. Um, and we got a lot of good feedback that it helped people understand. Yeah. Because we, we want to relate to newer people because that's where we were and we understand it. We want to help you guys. Yeah. And we all start somewhere and, yeah. and you know, don't be embarrassed because you haven't done this or that. Who cares? We yeah. all start somewhere. And yeah. when we start, we're terrible at it. <laughs> we get better yeah. and better and better. That's, that's the point. Yeah. And we were talking last night. Someone's like, I don't know what training to take, you know, and we have a training, but there's plenty of other good ones. You mentioned Kimberly's one out there and they're all good. She's reading books yeah. and, you know, some people are saying call banks. And I just, I, I hedge away from that kind of mindset, but the best thing we tell people to do is just jump in. Don't buy an asset, but ask questions. You know, just ask questions in the social media and get feedback, get understanding, mm -hmm. connect with somebody you relate to mm -hmm. and just pick the brain. Um, when you're dealing with, you know, your day job, maybe meet up with somebody online and just, hey, let's work together on a common goal and let's work together and communicate better so that when you're struggling, I can pick you up. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Having somebody to bounce ideas off of is, is priceless. And yeah. that's a lot of what my wife is. And I think yours as well is just, okay, Absolutely. so here's the situation. We, we haven't done this one before. Yeah. What do you think? And what's what, some ideas of what, how we can approach this and yeah, we're, we're coming out, we're, we're doing a consulting slash private mentorship with someone. And I wasn't sure about how to set that up to make sure it's separated and comfortable. And my wife was great to bounce it off of. Yeah. Um, but then we're coming out with the idea of having a mentorship mastermind soon. And that kind of process is also something I'm bouncing off other people to get their opinion on what will work for the masses. I'm not going to be, it's not going to be a beginner's mentorship kind of thing, but for the masses, and it may not strictly be on notes. It could be on different things. We're going to focus a little bit on notes. That's where our bread and butter is. But I don't want to be limiting to only notes because I think that that would do people a disservice to be part of a community where we're only focused on one type of investment. Mm -hmm. um, but we'll, well see what and happens. It's, and it's, um, that, that's why we're doing this today is it, yeah. it's life. <laughs> like, yeah. How do you juggle life and yeah. how do you make sure you're doing the right thing at the right time? Yeah, so I, I, I appreciate those who are watching. I know there are people feeding in um, and taking, looking notes. Um, this person told me last night, she's like, listen, I'm not going to comment. I'm not feeling comfortable doing that kind of stuff. And that's okay. You know, we can see who watched it later and all stuff. And at the end of the day, if one person watches, 100 people watch it and someone gets a nugget out of it and it helps them, that's what we're here for, right? Um, yeah. We're just trying to keep out open out there and be there for people who need to help. Um, I know I've gotten calls and whatnot. We also send us to a podcast. So if you're in your car, you don't have a chance to tune in live. Um, you can go to our JKP podcast thing. I'm not even sure exactly what it's called, but it's a podcast that we have um, that we upload face uh, webinars. It goes to YouTube, but also goes to a, a podcast that we have. Yeah. So to wrap it up, I think for us, juggling multiple things is about almost turning the light switch on or off. It's a big part of it. And that's hard to do because you're afraid of missing out or afraid of losing a deal. But you got to do that because if you're not present at the time, you're not there. Yeah. And there's, there's very few emergencies that happen at nine o'clock at night that can't be resolved at nine o'clock in the morning. So yeah, man, yeah. <laughs> there, there are the occasional one, but you know what, if the house is on fire, it's on fire and it's going to happen. And 
you know, yeah. whoever's local, they're going to call the fire yeah. department and whatever else. And if you need to file an insurance claim, you can do that tomorrow. It's not going to make a difference tonight. I hate to say it's emotional, but it's all it is emotional. You physically can't change or correct. Yeah. Insurance is going to take its duty and do what they do. Yeah. Um, and that's what you get stuck at, right? Yeah. We get emotional about things. And at the end of the day, it shouldn't be. Um, I always tell people, what advice would you give somebody else in that situation? You know, if you think outside of your bubble, you start going, oh, wait, I can't do anything about this. So what am I leaving a dinner table for? Yeah. Worrying um, about it isn't going to no, help. So no. absolutely. So it's It'll interesting. Are you a morning person or are you more of a night person? I know we put a poll on our, our group earlier. I, so my morning, I don't sleep in. I, I, my wife can sleep till 10. I, there's no way I could sleep until 10. I'm, I, I'm not that I'm, I don't enjoy sleeping in. I just, I wake up. And so I'm, we're, my normal is we wake up at what quarter to seven. And then my job is actually, I get the kids uh, lunches together. That's my morning routine. Gotcha. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I, and then I'll go exercise. I'll whatever, shower, all that kind of stuff. And I'm in the office usually somewhere between 8.30 and 9.30, uh, depending okay. on what I've got going on that day. And that's it. And then at night, I actually enjoy my sleep. And so <laughs> I, don't, I don't love staying up late. Um, yeah. I will if there's something going on, but, you know, in bed by 11. Yeah. Um, but but f- for me, between 5 and 11, I'm home. And, you know, I never, I, my office yep. is in my home, but I'll close those doors and that's it. And then we'll hang out. We'll watch a movie. We'll, I don't know, whatever yeah. it is. And dinner as a family, all that kind of thing. And, and everything else shuts down and I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. That, it's, it's awesome to see that you have that disconnect. And I know that most people are saying, I don't have that nine to five time to, to, to break out and you have eight hours to catch up. Um, and, you know, I think if you connect with people and you reach out and you network more, you can find another way of doing that, right? Yeah. Um, you find a team of people and if we're gonna be doing an early morning thing in our group, you know, coffee in the morning kind of thing at like 6.30. And for those who are tuning in, you may be able to connect with somebody that you can bounce off of years. So that maybe you're not breaking up where if you're not able to run an asset list, the other person can. Cool. Um, yeah. And things like that, just to save you some time because you're not gonna do everything that Nathan does or I do in my automation tools. You're not going to. No. And it's okay not to. Yeah. And it, you won't miss out on an asset traumatically that it's a terrible situation. Because yeah. most of the time, you're not going to buy the asset we're buying. It just, it's just the way it is. Um, and I think, you know, there's, there's really no wrong way to do it. Debatable. But <laughs> yeah. Know, but my, my, I guess my biggest advice is just be intentional. So sure. if, if you're planning on looking at new loans because you work a nine to five, if you're planning on working from, you know, seven till 10 o'clock at night, that's fine, but just make that intentional yes. and, and schedule it in. And if that's the case, then great. And if you're uh, deciding that you want to just not do that and, and get up in the morning, then do it in the morning or yeah. whatever it is, but just be intentional about it and don't just like let it happen. Yeah. Yeah. I think if you let it happen, it will happen to you. Right. Um, exactly. Turn your notifications off is a great idea. Um, get off Facebook when you're supposed to be doing yeah. emails. Yeah. Um, it, it's easy to get distracted. 
Um, computers all have that way to block out and stop things from happening. Your phone does it too. Yeah. Um, so use those technologies to your advantage. Um, and you know, if you can automate things like we do, go for it because it'll help you save some time where I can literally send up a list from wherever I'm at into the portal, get my data, and then send it off. Yeah. Um, see if you can do things like that, you know, but I think that connecting with people and being diligent, what you're saying, and setting up that time and blocking out, I'm going to go through email for two hours. Yeah. You know, I'm going to look at assets for an hour. I promise you, sellers don't give you two days to look right. at assets. You're right. going to get a week. Yeah. Right. So just block out of time. You know, we use Trillo, we'll email to Trillo and it'll remind us. Sure. Um, and go to our spreadsheet, make sure we know what we're doing and what our feedback is. So all good. So, well, I'm looking forward to next week. Uh, yeah. We'll be on next week on Friday again, pending anything crazy. Um, I think we're doing a little bit later. I have something at 1130 that may get pushed. So we're probably doing 1230. Um, but everything looks good. I'm yeah. glad we can connect and talk about this. This is an open conversation that is tough sometimes for people to admit. Um, time management is not always our, our fortune. So... No, but just take charge. Uh, yeah. Run your business. Don't let it run you. Yeah. That's it. Well, guys, thanks for watching. I appreciate you guys tuning in. Again, Dave puts Nathan Turner. Take care, everyone. Have a great weekend. See ya.